What's up, tribe? I'm Erica. And I'm Mila. And this is Good Moms Bad Choices Podcast. Beach Season two. If you joined us for season one, you got 300 uncensored episodes. But things are a little different in 2024. Not only are we having new guests, new segments, but we're going outside, y'all. We're getting out of our studio and podcasting in the wild. So make sure you check us out on YouTube to see where we're headed next. This podcast is for all the good moms, all the good dads. And even y'all who ain't got no kids, pull up. Join us in season two as we deep dive into even more uncensored topics like love, sex, dating, and just look at this as the ultimate group chat. All the shit you're afraid to say out loud or even try, we say it and do it for you. Because nothing's off limits here. This is a judgment-free zone to show up exactly as you are. And let's be honest, we've all made a few bad choices. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. Welcome back to Good Moms, Bad Choices. I'm Erica. And I'm Mila. Happy Wednesday, bitches. What it do? How are you? I'm great. I feel like Ariel. You look like Ariel. It's giving Rihanna 2000. That was my favorite Rihanna. 17? That was my favorite Rihanna when she was doing like kind of house music and she was flirting with Drake. Was this one when, is this one I found love in a hopeless It was place. that, but it was also that other good one like, um... Oh my god! That, well, that was the era, right? That was when the, the red haired red haired Rihanna yeah. came out. It's mm-hmm. also when she was like the face of work, Vita work, Coco work, or some work, shit. Work, work. No, her hair wasn't red then. It wasn't. Uh, she, I remember it, that Drake it, video. But it had just went black. She had just turned. It was over like a black. like an ashy brown. She was she was almost done with Drake, but not quite. She was still. Dry. Could you imagine if Rihanna was still with Drake? She was gonna eat that man alive. Remember that? I remember that it, award show where she was fucking so embarrassed by him. Where he went up and like was like saying all this nice shit about her, and then she like he was he was he was giving her like a life achievement award. I don't know why they had Drake do it, and he was basically like flirting with her, right? flirting like just sucking her dick, and she was like, "Thanks." It probably I think done, that was the end of it, their relationship. It probably would have done him some good. I think she would have probably grounded him a bit, and now I think there's no hope. What is she? She's a Pisces. She's a Pisces, and he's a Scorpio. He is a Scorpio. It could have worked, but he's a toxic Scorpio. I feel. Well, I think he's toxic because he's had too much pussy, and he has too much money, and he's lost his shit. I, you know, I have, a, I have not me having a a, a Drake theory, theory, a Drake theory. I just feel like he's he's too gone. You have to be, to be so famous and have so much money, and to be like mediocre cue and have the best lyrics in the game for fucking 15 years straight it goes to your head you know he needs someone to ground his ass down like chill the fuck out but it's you, too late no one's gonna late. ground him yeah oh yeah rihanna was like i don't have t- i don't have time for this i'm a hollywood strategist because i don't I'm have from, time i'm from hollywood i know all the theories just ask me any theory <laughs> ask me <laughs> which theory would you like what do you, you want to know <laughs> did diddy actually put it in cat williams no i'm just kidding <laughs> Cat Williams would never allow that. Who did Cat Williams really not take the fifty million? Never, he didn't take it. I all know right. for a fact. I know for a fact Cat Williams didn't take any. Not even money. just the tip. No, no. All right. Well, thanks for letting. Thanks for clearing dude. that up. Really appreciate uh, that. You're welcome. Any, any, any more Hollywood, <laughs> true Hollywood, uncensored news? Ask me. Make sure you email production at Goodmom's <laughs> Choices. <Ask me> com. <laughs> <sighs> I'm so excited to get the fuck out of here. 
and mm. go to the fucking jungle. Amen, Jesus. Where God, where's my braids? <laughs> <laughs> Pack my bags up. <laughs> um, I feel like excited to go away. I, you know what? You know what? I feel, I realize what it is. Mm. We haven't been to Costa Rica in a year. <gasps> And usually we're there at least every been a year. Yeah, it's every six months, but we haven't gone because we were in Mexico. Wow. So that's where like where's our like what's this? That's what that's what it is. <laughs> I'm going four times this year. Lucky you. I'm very excited. God said you need to go four times, bitch. And I am said yes, God, I will be there. You know, as you I, when I was younger, I was like, I want to be busy, like the people like on TV. And then now I'm an adult and I look at my calendar. And I'm like, oh, my God, I can plan out the whole 12 months. I can already see every month I'm going to be out of town. I'm like, this is crazy. And then today I sent you a beautiful video on Instagram. Um, of, of Jamaican men massaging? No, that- bitch, that was not Jamaican. That was African men. Ooh. They were in Ghana. Ooh. They were in Ghana getting massaged by beautiful Ghanian, is that they're all Ghanian men shirtless by a waterfall. It mm. was like the Jamaican man times up. It was like Wakanda. Wow. So, that, so we're going. Yeah. But where in our calendar? Do you figured it out? Um, it's either going to be maybe June. Fuck, I'm going to be in Costa June. Rica. I know it's going to be. Maybe I can fly from Costa Rica to Africa. <laughs> that might work. Okay. It's either going to be June, November, or December. Got it. I can't even do November. It's going to be June or December. So end of the year. July. End of the year we're getting July. massages in Ghana. Can we do July? No, we have a retreat in July. No, we don't. It's in August. Okay. Now we will go from Africa to Costa Rica. <laughs> anyway, the point is, the next retreat's in Ghana because I saw the men, <laughs> and they massage under a waterfall. That's all you need to know. Okay, perfect. I'm there. <laughs> perfect. Um, any new news you want to tell the people? Any pressing news that the people just must know about Erica this week? Um, pressing news. Hmm. <sighs> no. Well, I learned something new this week. It's, mm. it's dark, so just bear with me. We're going to go dark. We're going to go right back late. Okay. <laughs> Erica ins- insisted we start the I Was Today Years Old segment. So now I'm, when I learn new things, I'm like, let me write this down. <laughs> this week I learned that the uh, the Catholic Church has spent like between 300 and $700 billion in hush money. <gasps> B. Billion. Billion? Billion. Whoa. I'm, I'm not shocked. Where do they get all this money? Who's working? Like, cat, what do you mean? Penance. They compared hourly for the Catholics? Like, oh, no, oh, the offerings. The offerings. All oh. the offerings of all of around the world. You know, that's a cult that made it. <laughs> <laughs> that is a motherfucking successful cult there. You got 300 bill to throw, throw at the it, disgruntled employees who are f- doing fuck shit. Wow. That's dark. That's really dark. Sorry. You should know that. Most of my shit's gonna be dark that I learned because I'm on the I'm over, I'm I'm searching the dark web to get the news to you. You're on the I'm, dark spectrum. I'm on the dark web so I can get the news to the people. You know I'm with that fucking what is it called conspiracy shit, but it's not conspiracy. It's real. Okay, you're welcome. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. <clears throat> now back to the light. Okay. Woo. How are you? I'm feeling better now. We got out of there. Okay. Great. <laughs> Well, I'm going to bring a light onto our show right now. Let's do that. Okay. We have a special guest today, you guys. We have Krista. She is a spiritual teacher, a healer, and the founder of Almost 30. Welcome to our show, Krista. My God, I was like biting my hands. I wanted to speak so much. (laughs) Speak. We've been talking for hours, and then you guys just talking on your own. I was like, guys, I'm still here. Like, let me get in on this. Such a podcaster. I was was like... (laughs) <laughs> you can laugh. Podcasters always have to like, get Vatican their word in. I was like, Vatican fucking crazy. I think the Vatican City is the most 
and the Vatican is the most has the most wealth per capita of anything else in the world, like any other country in the world, like owns the most money, like manages and moves the most money. Wow. It's so crazy. The printing money over there. Printing money. Wow. I mean, because they own a lot of the banks, like they work with, all, they don't get taxed for anything. It's really So the Catholic crazy. Church owns a lot of the banks. Yeah. I told you the most successful cult in the world. A hundred percent agree. Yeah. And they do weird cult shit. You like eat the body of Christ. You okay. drink the blood. I honey. know. I'm I like grew every- Catholic in Ohio. Shit's weird. I went to a Catholic school and so did she. The Christians are always coming for the witches, but it's very similar. It's very Van Oh Beetle. my gosh. What do you mean? Yes. Okay. I have a question, you guys. Do you believe in exorcism? Yeah. Do I believe that it should happen or that it happens? Both. I believe that it's real. Do yeah. You? Yeah. I don't know. I just, I just wondering what you. No, I believe in it. I believe. <laughs> yeah, you're like, do you need one? <laughs> I have a girl. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I do have a girl. Actually, her well, name's, I, she's in Mexico and she speaks no English. I, 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 I know, have a bitch. I know crazy. someone also who does who does uh, exorcisms, but uh, I was actually friends with Camp. But um, I also have another theory that I learned at Tantra school, and I know you're in Tantra school right now, so you can tell me in a year if you agree with this. Um, but I think that you can exorcist through the yoni or the lingam. Like I with bet. like yoni mapping or like lingam mapping, I feel like you can like get release and like dark spirits. Through the pussy. Through the pussy, yeah. I mean, it sounds right. I mean, it sounds about right. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. Makes also, sense, right? I also think too there's like- You put diff- the things in there through mm-hmm. the pussy. You put the, the darkness the in dark- there. Yeah. 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 The darkness so, back out. Yeah. I just want to make sure we're all on the same page here. <laughs> I do feel like with exorcisms, it's like there's levels because some people just have negative entities, thought forms, beings, and they don't even really know it. Right. You can have negative guides. You can have negative like spirits that are with you that aren't always bad but aren't always good. Right. And so the exorcism's kind of like the far end of demonic stuff, but I've seen people where I'm like, "Oh, you're not a human. You're mm. like a demon." Mm. Like you can see it. Yes. Mm. Like you've seen their eyes where it's fucking weird. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's as far as like exorcism, but some people need them entities off their bodies. I yeah. I dated someone like that. 100%. Yeah. And as healers, like, we want to, like, do light. We want to, like, bring the light in. Oh, my in. God. We that's wanna, the like, whole thing where they get you. so fucked Those up. hot demons. Oh, God, I They're love them. Like, yeah, well, they like, have to be hot. God, they look like they themselves. have to be hot. A six-foot hot demon? Sign yeah. me up. It kind of sounds kind of like shit. a porn category. That's Scorpio shit. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Is it a Halloween porn? Yeah. Daddy? <laughs> like, exorcism demon category. <laughs> Two dick demon? What? <laughs> Actually, okay. There's this guy that I met on Field App. Have you done Field App? Of course. Yeah. Okay, so Field App, and he's saying that one of the girls that he met on Field App wants him to hold, or she holds a teddy bear while he fucks her with a demon mask on. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, like she's holding it? Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, I'm, I'm going to tell that story slower. Okay. okay, so he's like, met up, we're talking about like pe- meeting up with people. He's like, I met up with this chick, and she, her fetish was like, me, she holds a teddy bear. Well, he fucks her wearing a demon mask. So what so does she like say? A, <laughs> okay, I get it. No, but I get it. It's because like she wants to be like a scared little girl. Yes. Like, and then like the demon comes and creeps up like in her bed in the middle of the night, like creeps out of the closet. And, I'm like, kind of with her. it. I'm kind of with it. I'm, I'm kinda, I knew y'all would be. I'm kind of into trying. it also. It doesn't have to be October. I'm with it all year round. I don't need a teddy bear though. <laughs> what would you do then? But, but I have then one. That's I, the whole thing. What would you hold? I, I, I you need to be a little girl. We're moms. We have plenty. Maybe a pill. I don't know. Maybe like a fight. I'm like, no. You can't like go to the closet and like grab the demon. Get off, yeah, yeah. Stop! Ah, stop! Stop! Well, speak. You know when I when this I is like my real life. This is what we do in real life. Me and Orlando are doing so much weird shit over there. But do you know what? Oh, when I when I, I was wait. doing lots of um, <clears throat> bondage weird shit with my ex, 
He had a demon mask. It wasn't a demon. Wait, it was a you never talked about the it demon mask. It wasn't necessarily a demon. You're welcome. But it was a mask that was bedazzled all red. Oh, it was so red. It, it was all red rhinestones, which gave devil energy. Hmm. Um, and I, I remember when he put it on because I wasn't expecting it because I was like blindfolded and then like he finally took my blindfold off and I looked back and he was like Demon? rhinestone <laughs> I'd be like are you Beyonce like, <laughs> it's like a little too extra for me rhinestones like just be put on plastic masks either like, demon or a burglar yeah. Um, like it's like either it's carnival or like, not, like you're confusing my mind. Hundred percent. The festivities are like, confused are you a woman? now. He was a sparkly. <laughs> he was a sparkly devil. Yeah. <laughs> what did he have? Like was a he naked? And, like belt. He just didn't have a shirt on. I mean, yeah, he probably. Was the rhinestones hitting my skin too. Like I, I feel th- like he needs more muscles for that outfit. Mm. I don't know. It's, it's, it. I mean, at the time, I'm not gonna lie. I was. I was in it. Did you I like? Did, did you like? Did she like growl? Did he growl? Was it like a like a? Yeah, like what kind of what does a demon do? No, yeah. no, there was no growling. It was he didn't really talk much. It was more about like just but like making sure that I was like restraint, quiet, like, dominance. Yeah. So demon. he put on the mask. You turned around, then he was like this. <laughs> I couldn't see him. I mean, I don't what? know what his face was like. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't see. I don't know. It was great though, and it was it gave me devil energy, and I was into it. So, okay. I mean, I kind of resonate with this girl's fantasy. I'm not going to lie. I literally I was like, yo, hey, I feel only you. you guys. Is that what Field is for? Like, the- Field is crazy. I know, so- I know I know, Field, but I didn't even think. I didn't like- have any luck on Field, but I was on there with my partner. I went on one day. I've never been on a, on Denver. Well, I have been on Field by myself, and it was interesting, but I've never been on a I've never been out on a date, but recently, some like a few different people were like, you have to join Field. I've had, I'm having the best experiences. And I was like, Who? really? Krista, I'm kind of surprised that you were on field. I didn't know you had like a freaky side. So like, can, you, can you tell us? You're like, what? Because you know they have all those. You don't box. have to have, be freaky to be on field. There's vanilla over there too. Oh yeah, that, those are one of the boxes, okay, bitch. right? Who says I'm the vanilla? <laughs> I'm just saying. Why <laughs> you can be a plain, boring white girl too on field? <laughs> why would you go over there to be a plain, boring? Like, why would you go there? So that's what I realized. Okay, so I was div- I got divorced. It's been a year, and I'm like, girl, need to get back in my groove and I'm feeling and I'm back in the groove but now so now I'm like yo all I want to do is like fuck like I don't want to be in a relationship like I don't want to be married I don't want to do that so I'm like all I want to do is like fuck people and so my friends were like you should get on field so I get on field and yeah I mean I'm like all I want to do is fuck and then they're like you want to fuck I'm like no take me out <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> no, I, I want to eat and then I want to yeah, fuck I'm like I want you to see me as your wife like and that's my thing I have this problem where I want every man to see me as like his wife even if I don't want to see him as my husband mm. I have this like thing like where the I, like, honor the honor yeah you, you want like girlfriend treatment all the time yes. like wife treatment I want like wife treatment like I want you to be like oh my take me out and all this stuff and so I was like trying to break that on field I was like I want him to just see me as like a fuck and so I went on one date and we like made out and I was like he's like do you want to go home I'm like no were you, were you, were you giving fuck energy like were, did you no. go in there like the pep talk like I'm gonna I give was that trying. fuck energy I was trying I was like okay we're gonna do this but like he was really short and I just don't fuck short mm. so I don't if he was tall short. I would have done it mm. to be honest mm-hmm. everyone's got their own thing for me it's just I'm tall I'm not little so I it's just my preference mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, so I didn't end up doing it you know what they say about the little guys what big big songs sometimes yeah <laughs> I would love that sometimes they surprise you and you're like oh you know what I love him short it's fact yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna get all but it up. was interesting too to like meet up and be like yo we're talking about what we like in bed the whole time like we talked about it was like really nice to be open about that 
But I was like, I don't know if this is for me yet. He thought he was going to get some pussy that Oh, night. yeah, bitch. He was like, <laughs> every time I talked, he was like, tell this bitch to shut up. You know when they're just looking at you? Oh, my God. He's so like, I didn't care about any of that. We, we made out, and he was literally like grabbing my titties. I was like, is this what you do when you like make out in a parking lot? <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs> whatever. But yeah, I want to be like more freaky, but I'm like easing my way into it. So you said you, you were divorced. You've been divorced for one year. One year. What has been like the process of like... Getting, coming back. Coming back from divorce. Because you were in your relationship for how long? 10 years. Oh, that's really long. I was long. one dick for 10 years. You Whoa. So, so you never, never, ne- like, didn't ne- cheat. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> you, were, you couldn't so even say the word. You never just, you never, like, made out or never, no. fell onto it. Yeah. <laughs> just like, oh, no. Oh, no. No, I never, this was the only boyfriend I never cheated on. Mm. I was always in my vibe with that. And um, he became my husband. But, like, and, too, when you're with someone, you're, like, fucking, you're just, in each other's energy so much, you're responding to each other that I, I was just different. Like, I was so much more shut down sexually than I think I ever had been. Mm. Um, and I loved our sex, but it wasn't, like, as deep or as soulful or as curious as I wanted to be. And I didn't realize till I got older, I was like, oh, I want to try a lot of new things. Mm-hmm. But where I grew up in Ohio and where he grew up, it's like, you don't do that. He's anymore. also from Ohio. Yeah. <clears throat> or he's from um, the East Coast, like, small town. Like, there'd be... No, I can't remember. There'd be times where he'd come and he'd be like, sorry. You know, like you have shame and guilt. Because it came too fast. Or oh, no, just because yeah. you, you have shame and guilt. Well, there's a lot of religious or like Exactly. Like, have, and a lot of men oh, are no. not up for the, like, they don't even, I guess because the shame and guilt shows up differently. They're yes. not as like, they're not digging deep into like, let's go explore some yes. shit because there's so many walls put up. They're supposed to be good at it already. They're supposed to be yes. freaky. Like, even to discuss anything outside of the heteronormative, whatever, like, especially if you're coming from like, a religious yes. family, it's hard. It's hard to think about those yes. things. Yes, and, like, Midwest is just very, you know, like that. So it was, like, I didn't have that much. So now that I'm, like, back, and I took, like, a, I was, like, we've probably been divorced for a year and a half, and I took, like, a year when I was, like, just wanted to be me and be in my own energy and heal and do all that. And now that I'm back, I'm, like, yo, it is the fucking best dating. Do you think, <clears throat> do you think that when you decided to get married, like, because that was, like, what, three, two yeah. and a half years ago, did yeah. you know at that point? There's I'm yeah. there's something more that I want to explore that's I'm not it's not being fulfilled here and then you did it despite knowing better yeah and I think he would say the same thing like out of respect for him I think we both thought we were so when you're together for ten years you have ebbs and flows in any relationship I just thought we were in a bad bad Ebb. moment when we got married I was like oh we're gonna be better it's gonna be fine but there was a lot that I wasn't fulfilled in but also I didn't see relationships that were like deeply fulfilling on all levels i don't think most people do most people do like my parents like fucking hated each other they're so like oh this is this is marriage i was like yeah but we hate we're each doing, other we're doing <laughs> right. this like, is perfect we hide ourselves this is right like <laughs> right. hang out sundays watch football <clears throat> so i didn't understand too that like what i wanted in relationships was different and i could change it and i had a lot of shame around my sexuality too like i had a lot of sexual trauma that i didn't really address and didn't really heal and that was something I really had to go into before I felt like I could be in my own body in relationship to a man and feel like safe with my yes, safe with my no, safe with my pleasure and everything like that. Mm-hmm. That's so true. And I, I think a lot of people underestimate like having examples of healthy relationships that, yes. you, that you want to like, even if you're not in a relationship, like having friends or having like examples of relationships that you want, you, you want to at least like resemble yes. because I think sometimes too, like even I feel like, Prior to my relationship, I would be on, you know this, I talk about this a lot, we talk about this a lot, like online, bitches online, like, ah, I'm so in love. It, that's, I, know, I think it's because it's curated and it's fake and it irritated yeah. me and I'd be like, uh-huh. Yeah, be like, fuck. shut the fuck He's up. cheating on you. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I'd be like, and then I break up, like, knew it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. But I, 
I also notice just because I was I've been there, and I think because a lot of sometimes it is fake and probably my own personal things. But I and like our parents not having healthy relationships, not, not being able all. to. We're just thinking like, oh, you get married and you stop fucking, and that's yes. the norm. But I think like also as like single women, because I feel like there's maybe like it feels like there's a scarcity of good guys. Women don't really want to be around people in happy relationships. You know what I mean? It's like even being in this relationship that I'm in and it feels super healthy and happy and I feel like huge about it. Or I'm like, my boyfriend. And I realize like maybe like even in my friend circles when things are not going good for everybody, I'm like, let me just keep my shit to myself because. Oh, babe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like nobody wants to hear this, but because there's, there's so you. many people choose to be in problematic relationships so often because it's our norm. Yeah, it's the norm. And then you talk about it as friends. Uh, yeah. It's the best. It's a, you're, <laughs> you're like, oh, who's got their issues? And we're all like coming together, talking about it. When you have When you come in, you're like, everything's really good. I love my man. He's really good to me. It's like, boring, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Like, <laughs> come back like, later. Don't invite, yeah. don't invite them. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> come back when you have so problems, annoying. honey. But I'm like, I realize like that is something we have to kind of like shift our mind around 100%. because like- that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely crazy yeah. that we're that way. And it's like, and I, I was hanging out with a couple that um, literally like changed, like I had this whole week long, like I thought they were going to try and three way me, but it was like a spiritual awakening. Like, but I really, she was like, when I, when I was single, I was always with, I was a unicorn for this really healthy couple and they were always giving me this energy and I really enjoyed that. And I realized, I was like, oh, I need to be around a couple that I really want to mirror that relationship. And then literally like a week later, my boyfriend came to, and met me there and that's been how it's been but I realized like our our mind frames around that are so skewed as women it's like we watch the movies and we watch Disney movies and we're like that I want that I want that I'm like yep but then around in personal settings we're like I know that's annoying and I've done it you know like you think they're really happy well we always (laughs) like women are always kind of checking each other you know like it sucks but and I don't feel like I'm in that now, but, like, so much of our lives is, like, don't be too much, you know? Like, don't be, oh, she's talking so much about her work. Like, she's blah, blah, blah. Like, <clears throat> talking about so much about her relationship. And it's so sad because we should be able to meet with women that we love on, like, their joy and their happiness. And, like, it's only since I've gotten older that I've been able to be in relationship with women that, like, are almost as happy or even happier for me than I am. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. it's, like, the best feeling. And when my friends, like, one of my friends called me yesterday, something happened that was so good for her. I was, like, bawling. I couldn't even believe it. I was like, I can't believe how good God is. And you want that. You know what I mean? You want that because you're never going to have a relationship in your life that you love if you can't support your friends in like a good one. Mm-hmm. But it is easy to be like, fuck, <clears throat> shut the fuck up. I mean, so, uh, but, but also <clears throat> I realized because I'm really happy, even when things are like not the greatest, but I'm around people who I love but are constantly complaining about the same shit. It's almost like I have a time. I'm like, okay. And then I start to check out. 100%. Huh? And, the, and then I'm trying to leave and I feel bad about it. But it's like, the frequency thing, you yes. know? I always think, like, a lot of people don't want to have their problems solved. Like, mm. a lot of people have the same neural pathways of complaining and bitching about whatever the fuck forever, and they actually don't want to have a solution. They actually like to be in that problem. So it's like they're just bitching about their husband, boyfriend, whatever, for 100 years, and it's like their norm, and I don't think they realize that they could probably change it, but it's like just how they live. Mm. Mm-hmm. I, I grew up in a in a household like that. My mom, I saw my mom do that for years, and I was yeah. like, you've got to shut the fuck up. And I yeah. think I became a woman that was like, I'm not getting married, and I'm not going to complain about the same shit. And I'm, 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 I'm very like, what's the solution? So what are you going to do? Yeah. I only have like a three-limit conversation pattern. Like, I really don't. I'm lying. You know, takes yeah. bitches more than three <laughs> conversations. But I realized that that's where that, like, 
come on, let's hurry up and move out of this cycle. Yeah. Because I see I see women fuck themselves so often and fuck up their potential staying in relationships too fucking long yeah. that diminish them and then they are dead, yep. you know, mm-hmm. spiritually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like even for you after 10 years, what was like the final straw that was like, okay, you know what? I know you it's been 10 go. years. Yeah. I want to hear yours too of your long one. Mm-hmm. I know that was like a deep one. Oh, yeah. And it's interesting too because it's maybe similar where your friends see, but you don't see. Mm. And you, you really have to see for yourself. And that's what I've, I'm grateful for my relationship ending because it's given me grace for that because I mm. literally didn't see the patterns we were in until the very last years. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, this is so bad. But I remember um, one time we, it was like our anniversary. And you know how fucking when you're in a relationship on anniversaries, Valentine's Day, vacations, you fight. Is that, <laughs> is that normal or is that just me? Oh my God, no. I remember, oh my God, my baby, like the the first trip after my I had my daughter. We yes. went on this beautiful trip, and we got in the most epic fight yep. ever. I threw a lamp at the door. <laughs> I think maybe he tried to strangle me. I don't know. It was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but if you can fight on vacation, it that was is telling. Nuts. It was telling. crazy. I just remember it was like all the times that were supposed to be really good, we would fucking fight. So I think maybe because there's riddles with expectation too. Yes, and the pressure, yeah. and like, and um, <laughs> I just remember like. It was always a situation where I felt like I had to be perfect. Like I had to say the perfect thing or say the right thing. Or I never felt like I could just be myself. And I was like sitting on the edge of my bed. And it was just like God spoke to me. And God was like, I was bawling. And at the end of our relationship, I had committed to being super open-hearted. I was like, I'm going to fucking go for it. I'm going to go so hard. I'm going to be super open-hearted and try and make this work. And God was like, for the right person, you don't have to be perfect. You mm. just have to be yourself. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you know those moments where it's so clear. I was like, that's <clears> not <throat> my voice. That's someone else's. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like that. I was like, yeah, there's something where I'm trying so hard for something that should be easier. And relationships don't have to be easy, but it was too much of that. And I knew in that moment, I was like, you know what? We've been trying a little bit too hard because you guys know in relationships, it's like, what is normal hard? Because relationships are hard. But like, what is not, what is when you're not compatible? Like, what is too much hard? Right, right, right. You know, so we were trying to figure that out. But yeah, that was probably the moment where I was like, okay, we need to move on. What was yours? He got someone else pregnant. Stop. (laughs) Yeah, he just, that just got someone else pregnant. How'd you find out? <laughs> um, she sent me a DM. I'm like, I'm like God talked to me, and you're like that bitch. Is Actually, pregnant. Instagram talked to me and said, "This bitch, is God. I'm the baby is not yours." Stop. <laughs> um, I mean, there was many signs before this moment, obviously. But actually, our relationship had gotten much better. Like we had been through a hell of a time in our relationship, and then we had actually, I felt, I felt we had turned a leaf. But I didn't know he had already, you know, planted a seed in someone else. And so I was planning our wedding. And so we had been engaged for a a good amount of time at that point. And I hadn't planned our wedding because we weren't in a good place. And then I finally did feel like we were in a good place. So I started planning it. And then God was like, no, bitch, sorry, we're not going to let you do that. And so that was really obviously that was that was the straw that broke the camel's back for me. Yeah. Pregnancy. And did you know the woman? No. No, she didn't live in the state. She lived in a whole other state. And of course, like totally different vibe than me, completely different human than me. Totally. Um, and, you know, spoke more volumes about where he was at in his life and what he needed, sure. what he needed. And, you know, they have a beautiful son now out yeah. of it. Yeah. And I have honestly like I I'm grateful for that. And yeah. I'm actually grateful for her, even though I've actually never spoken to her ever um because had that not happened i probably would not have left him i I probably i wouldn't have this platform at all because all of that really 
created this whole hamster wheel of like where I'm at now to from that very moment. Um, so I believe that God was like, how much more, like how, how much of a ride or die are you going to be bitch? Because you've been riding. And I, I did, I rode with him through a lot of pain, through a lot of loss through, I mean, I talk about this in my book. Make sure you check my book, A Good Mom's Guide to Making Bad Choices. Um, you can get it on Amazon. Click the link in this we episode have the description. Same agent, baby. <clears throat> Shout out to Harper Collins. Yeah. Oh wait, Agent Tess. Tess. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, Tess. oh yeah. Tess is our agent. Today. Shout Tess. out to Europa. I read your um your whole proposal. We did our book. Oh, oh thank you. Isn't that crazy? I fucking loved it. Thank you. Oh my god, that reminds. Okay, I'm gonna let you But but yeah. So I I if I ever meet her one day, I would like to thank her because um it really. It really opened me up and got me out of a situation that I was like in a loop and nothing or no one was. I was so dedicated and so loyal um, for years and years and years. And like you, like very, very loyal sexually, all those things. Um, And so when I did start dating, it was like a whole new motherfucking world opened up. And it's been it's been life changing for me. It was like the first time I really chose myself. Yes. And I needed to do that, especially as a mom, too, because I was so concerned. And the reason I hadn't left even before that moment was because of my daughter. It was like, we're a family. We this is what we decided. We're doing this. I'm black. I'm not going to be a fucking baby mama. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be a statistic, even though I am dating a gangster rapper. (laughs) (laughs) Got somebody else pregnant. Very much. I take which. it's very much do. giving love and hip hop, yeah. but <laughs> not, me. not me. We're gonna be the, um so that was that was the the difference. Isn't it crazy how like if you don't do the shit, God will be like, yo, I'm gonna destroy your life. Mm. I we, to we, make you move. We talk about that shit in the book. I was like, listen, bitches, there's one prayer and everyone avoids it. And it's like, God, make this shit so clear. If yep. this is not right, make yep. it so clear that not even my dumb ass can yep. deny. Yep. And then get, wait 24 hours to yep. seven days, bitch, and your answer will be coming around yep. the mountain when you she You can comes. say, God, make it clear and kind. God said, bitch, you ain't said the prayer, so I'm about no, to just... No, God... I've been waiting for this prayer. I'm going to make you pray. <laughs> but, but God knows if you're saying, hey, God, it can't be clear and kind, bitch, because I've been kind, yes. and bitch, you ain't been moving. So let me make it so clear. Yep. It's going to hurt so bad, and your pride's going to be so pressed that yep. not nothing can make you return to this bullshit. Mm. And that's generally, as women, we're so loyal. It has to be... Yes. It has to be like... Yeah, God has That's a, bi- a bitch slap you. God has a bitch slap you. Yes. You're like, God, please send me my bitch slap in whatever form you see fit. <laughs> a bitch needs to be bitch slapped. <laughs> Literally, we'd be acting so dumb. I was thinking about even just, so like, because I've just started dating, I've had like really good connections with men. One of them was in London. And I was like, after we left, I was like, I think we should not talk anymore. And then a week later, I was like, we should talk and we should do this. <laughs> and I'm like, this man is not my man. And I'm like trying to make this work. Mm. And I could just feel myself the connection. You feel the so habits good. of your past yes. coming, creeping crap. Yes. Creeping I had in. one man in New York was like, I have a terminal disease. I'm not going to live <laughs> Please And shut I up. was like, I will be at your bedside, babe. Krista. Like, I know, literally. He was like, I'm, I'm going to maybe live till 50. I don't think I can have kids. And I'm like, we I'll can be figure there this you. out. Krista. Like, this man had a roommate. Like, I was just like, girl. What the fuck? He's like, I need to end this because you need to move on. <laughs> because it's not and him releasing not him. you. This Any, man released me. Any other man, man even like, you're gonna me. stay with me till he I kept die. Saying, he kept like, he kept like dropping hints. Like at the first time we fucked, 
<laughs> I text him. I was like, I just got home. He's like, thanks for hanging out with the poor person tonight. That was what this man said. He fucked me good. And that's what this man said. And he was poor like, poor people can always fuck good. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that is a fact. They have to. That's true. They but gotta I was like, a- girl, you gotta, you gotta check your attachment. Like you gotta, cause I'm just like, no, the standards. I have my fucking list. That's like houses all over the world. Successful <laughs> on purpose. I'm like, this man has a roommate and is dying. I'm like, you, <laughs> you're well, we'll it. See, we're going to change the world, baby. Me yeah, and you. Honestly, we'll start a charity. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we're going to change. We're going to get the cure to this terminal the cure. Yeah, Honestly. I know some scientists, He babe. told me, he was like, I've got this. And I was like holding his hand. I was like, wow. He's like, you know what that does? I was like, no. He gets terminal. It's like, I'm like okay. And How terminal are we talking? Psycho. I think everyone's lying to me. So I was like. Are you lying? Because I think everyone's lying. I'm like, you're lying. And he had to like show me his like card. What? There's a terminal. Not, there's a terminal card. Like I'm gonna die. It was like card? for his medications. Oh. He's okay. like, here's my card for my medications that I use because there's like really expensive medication. Blah blah. Shut up. Even my guy in London, he got sick one weekend when I was there, and I was like, send me your aura ring data to show me that your temperature is raised. <laughs> Bitch. Well, should you I? Got, like, you, okay. you got divorced, so you can figure out what is what is this? So I can freak out these men. <laughs> but, but, but I also feel like that people don't give enough. People don't give enough credit to like the hoe phase of when you are like not just hoeing to be hoeing aimlessly, but when you're starting to get to a place of self awareness and you hoe, yeah. you're inevitably going to find the route to your own shit because you're going to be yeah. like, I'm, I'm crazy. No, it's true. <laughs> I literally was like, I I'm don't so like grateful. to be alone. Let me call this every man. I mean, not to be like corny, but every man has been like a lesson for me. Like every, Same. like the London man, I was like, I want to feel desire. I felt desire. The next man, I was like, I want to feel like myself, but it's like, oh, where am I? And I, where can I negotiate who I am? Because I could find myself going to dates and I'm like, oh, this guy's super surface. He can't talk deep. I'm just going to talk about bullshit all fucking night and he's going to like me, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to feel satisfied because yeah. I'm not being my full self. But it's easy for me to fall into that with men where I can be whatever they want me Camouflage. to be. Camouflage. Exactly. Mm. So I just have to watch myself do that now where I'm like, okay, where am I like being fake for like his comfort and enjoyment? Mm. Well, you've done it for t- 10 years. I know. That is that's your programming to to chill and to like oh let me present for this person yeah. because this is how you've used to showing up yeah but like how did he feel about the podcast um which which one my the, husband yeah um you know when we started I wasn't doing that I was in corporate right. so he wasn't down really okay. he did some stuff with me but like in the end didn't like it. And, and I respect that. Like, it is what it is. And I don't talk about much detail. I just kind of keep it surface, and I should probably talk less. But, yeah, he wasn't down with it. I don't think a lot of men are. No, no. It's, it's a slippery. Women, to- women talking is an abomination. Uh, 100%. <laughs> Publicly. Men are also very fucking concerned about how they're perceived. Yeah. Oh, no, well, because it's their their egos it's yes. all, are on the line. Yes. It's all because that's all they have yes. is is how we perceive them or how they're perceived publicly. Yeah, they, they want to – I mean, men want to be seen good more than – any of us you think so you think more than women i think so mm. the reputation you know yes. it's like this big thing yeah mm. or that was mine what do they you get think? embarrassed easy i think i don't know i think i think women i don't know i i, I would beg to differ and think that women want to yeah. be perceived more than men i feel yeah. like men kind of don't really give a fuck a little yeah, that's bit true. i think their egos i think their egos won't allow them to show that they give a fuck totally. mostly whereas women we're gonna fucking shatter totally um, that's true but I think I think humans just in general yeah care care yeah I know? think maybe I'm thinking too and you guys probably have this like after a while you don't give a fuck what people say about you 
you're like, okay, whatever you're going to say. But I think the first time you hear feedback, it fucking shatters you. Mm. Like, you know, the first time you had someone talk shit about you or write a bad review or whatever, it hurts and you never forget. But after a while, you're like, people are going to say what they're going to say. So I think for men, it's the first times that they hear feedback that's hard. Yeah. It takes practice, too. Like, we're, t- we're all here talking about not giving a fuck, but we're three bitches who talk honestly every week on thousands of minutes yeah. of, for thousands of people. And we say all types of shit. And they're like, okay, bye. And we've been practicing that for, it's a, it's a, for it's five It's a years. ritual of release it's constantly, a, yeah. over and, and st- over and, and over. And still I have yeah, attachment. I still I'm like, Tam, was that? I'll be like, with the, like Erica, I was like, she, was that? She's coming at me like, like, bitch, what are you just thinking about? Stop. <laughs> like, yeah. And it's psycho. And yeah. I'm like, nobody is thinking about you, bitch. Yeah. But it's a con. And then I have to check myself. Mm-hmm. What the fuck are you thinking about? Yeah. Why are you even thinking this shit? You know yeah. what I mean? And so it's like we can say it all the time, but it's the practice of consciously releasing the negative thought. Yeah. Because it doesn't just happen. with. Str- I think it happens less with strangers. I don't give a fuck what a stranger. You're looking at me, mm-hmm. listening to me, bitch. I don't yeah. know you. But with, it's in our circles or when we meet people for the first time and they're like, we think there's this expectation of how we're supposed to show up. Like, yeah. oh, was that mean? Like, did that come off mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or was like, was that like, was I too hype? Or like, you know what I mean? Yes. It's just like all these ridiculous, and I think women deal with that more because Way there's more. like more pressure to show up in like a dainty, like, I don't know. I think know. we're more psychic too. Yeah, this Absolutely. is my thing. Oh, that too. Yeah. I love, I love women. My work is women. Like it's, you know, that's my life. But it's like, I love fucking hanging out with men because there's no psychic energy. No women, they're we- just like fucking TV, fucking phone, sport, like whatever. And it's just nice. I'm like, I'm just relaxing too. I was just talking to my friend women, yesterday. You're like, oh, am I too psychic? much? Am I too little? Are you gotta da da? Like, what the fuck? I was talking. Are to you my, looking at me? I yeah. was talking to my friend yesterday, and she was saying, and she said something pretty like. I don't know. It's, it was profound to me because I never really considered this. But she was like, "You should just take credit for it." She was like, <laughs> "Actually, I said this." Yeah, um, that women get the downloads and men are just there to protect us. Like they're there yes. to protect the download. Yes. And I was like, "That's so true." Like she's yeah. like, "Nick, men don't get the fucking downloads. Yeah, they don't. We get the downloads, yeah, and that's why we get in the red tents, yep. and that's why we have yep. the circles, yep. and like and then we yeah. tell them, and they and help. Then we tell yeah. them, and that's why they have to protect us so that we yep. get the downloads. Yes." And I was like, wow. There's this really amazing book called Enter Her Vortex. It's Mm -hmm. actually a really good read. It's by this author named Malik. I forget what his last name is. But in it, he talks a lot about like women are like the unseen realm aspect of the relationship, like the psychic awareness, the emotional awareness, like the caretaking, like we all work in that way. And men is like material. Mm -hmm. It's like working in the material plane, like working in the world, holding the foundation for the women to like be whatever it is that you want to be. And that's what I want in my next relationship. Like I want to be able to be like, just fucking responsible for everything that's in my power and not so much like holding the masculine frame Mm -hmm. of everything that I feel like I was doing in in the past, you know, like making sure everything was done, like over-functioning on everything, like running our entire life, feeling like I was like alone doing it. Mm -hmm. We're not supposed to function like that. We are supposed to be like, get the downloads, do what she's the shit with our friends, dance yes. around naked. And they're supposed to kind of yes. provide us, yes. provide for us and make us feel safe in that space. It also says women are multipliers. We are. Absolutely. You, exactly. yeah, you bring me that idea. Is, I'm going to make it. Yes, that bitch. is literally what yes, I've been telling. I've been selling that to the, this person that I've been seeing. Obsessed. And I'm like, we are I multipliers. You don't understand. I'm, I'm a, a multiplier. multiplier so if you treat me well and yes, you nurture bitch. me, I will. You, whatever it is that you want <clears throat> yep. for yourself, I'm going to help multiply. Yes. So if you want to make more money, fuck with me. Yes. <laughs> but not yet. If you want more babies, obviously, I'm going to. I'm the only one that can give that to you. Yes. But like, yes, we are the multipliers of all things. And even in nature. Yes. So it's just yes. Fact. That's what femininity is like. Fertility. Like we help expand we ideas. Help, we, we help, help nurture bloom, them. Bloom yes. the seed. We yeah. water it. Like but it. what's hard is that women. Like we kind of get stuck where it's like 
women are multipliers, girls are um, trying to be their mothers. So it's like, how do you be a man's multiplier and be his equal, but not be his mother? Because mm. I think a lot of men right now want mothers. Mm. They want women that are going to take care of them like a mother. And so it's been interesting to also come into the dating world and be like very acutely aware of that. Like I actually don't want to be a mom. I don't want to be with a man that's like not actually going to hold it down like a real man. Mm -hmm. But they all play like they're men. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Well, I'm super excited for your dating journey. I think about my own when I first became single. What advice do you have for me? (sighs) Just have fun. Mm -hmm. Just have fun, you know? And like, yeah, check – just maybe keep a journal and like okay, as I, I know you, as, I, as I'm assuming you probably do I and just know. like taking notes of like each person that you're dating and okay. and the trends that you find in the men that you date because oh God, you will Clara app. because because it's it's kind of crazy because it took me a long time in my dating journey to realize I was still dating different versions of my ex wow. for a while until I did meet someone that was very different um and that was kind of like the turning point in my dating experience wow. where I kind of went to a different direction. But you will. You'll, you are attracted to what's, what's comfortable. Yes. And sometimes what's comfortable is dressed in different forms. Yes. So sometimes you need to like have mental clarity. And sometimes it's like, these are the pros and the cons. Oh, wow. These cons all seem very similar. Yeah, they just show up. <clears> that's what's way. interesting about types is I'm like, I actually with dating, I'm dating outside my type. Cause I'm what like, is your type? Do we have, I'll say it, but I'm like, do we have types because it's the only thing that we've had access to or do we have types because it's Mm. true? Mm. And my type is like pretty boys. What do you mean? Mm. There's like really pretty boys. Tall, pretty boys. Tall, pretty boys. Mm. Mm -hmm. Really nice. What about personality type? Funny, charismatic, confident, really emotionally in tune. I need a good listener. Like if I go on even a second with a man and I feel like he's not listening, I'm out. Mm. Um, Emotionally aware. Funny is probably the biggest thing. Because mm. if you're funny, you're smart. You know? Mm-hmm. What sure. about you? My type is changing. Oh, I yeah, mean, you've got a different type. I mean, physically, normally it's like tall, dark, and bald with a beard. Okay. Um, but <laughs> Someone's laughing here. <laughs> we know the type. We know the vibe. Um, I would say... I think for a long time, because I didn't really fully understand what an alpha was, um, That's I, the biggest I definitely was leaning into overly confident men. Um, and a lot of that's that, the whole thing. And a lot of that comes from my dad. And I think it's because my dad, when he enters a room, he shifts the energy in the room. He's that's it's it's his presence. And so I'm attracted to men that also do that because um, for some reason it feels like some sort of protection. Of feels like home. Um, and. I also like a man that has like a bit of a dark side. So like if I can't quite figure you out, even better because I, I am a quick read of people most of the time, yeah. especially men. And so if I can't read you, then I'm all in, which usually equates to like, you're a fucking liar. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's not like he's deep and like, you gotta like <laughs> really hilarious. unearth the layers. No nigga here, just a liar. Um, so I've had to really... In, in my dating, really kind of explore what that means to me and why it is that I'm attracted to that and trying to heal the root of that. And like even this year, like and at the end of last year, me revisiting my daddy issues and thinking like, oh, I'm, I'm over it. Like cause me and my dad have a good relationship. And so like we're fine. It's cool. Like I forgive him. And then like things came up and I realized, oh, no, yeah. we're not OK. There's still more there. Yep. Um, so. 
I think now that I'm in the process of still doing that, like I know that even now, like my what my type is could potentially still be shifting. Yeah, that's so true. It's like, what's your healed type? Yeah, you know what I mean. Because right. your type is like your unhealed. Not your healed type. And now your I, unhealed I, version. I, like, what's my healed type? I don't know. So now I don't really. I don't necessarily need the man that comes into the room and shifts the energy. Like, I'm cool. I'm good. That's fascinating. That whereas you love before that. that was like my thing. Yeah, because I feel like I have a powerful energy as well. So yeah, I want. Do. I want. Yeah, you want that. I like, want that match. Quality. Yeah, that X factor. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. That's the thing with what we do. It's like you want. But now I'm like, no, I could just I could shift the energy in the yes. room and then you can support me yes. in that. Yes. That's that's actually more helpful and, more, yes. and, and feels better to me than, yes. than both of us like being in competition. Yeah, I was going to shift it more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, you're like, I'm going to take off my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're like, watch me. How about now? Yeah. Yeah, but it, it does require someone who, like because of what we do. It does require someone who can handle that. Yes. Because I'm sure we've all experienced that too. Like. People who say they can handle it and then they can't. And it's I mean, like, this man, yeah, the best. He's the best. This man, King. We're probably. What do, we, what do you love about sh- him? A lot of things. I'm very lucky. I got. I really came up and like. I have a very supportive, phenomenal, um, committed, like about the business. Like this is what we're gonna do. Like open, honest, like. Uh, committed to to growth and evolution it makes me want to cry no literally it's like he's loyal he's freaky you know like it's like literally all the shit i asked for and honestly it didn't show up exactly how i thought i was going to show up you know i was Mm -hmm. like that's not my type it's not my type and i'm like damn orlando just forget that last part (laughs) (laughs) i mean he's heard it a lot of times because i was just like "Uh uh-uh but you know like you can't deny someone who is like no this i want you Yes. You know, and like also like an, an wanting to reciprocate, like reciprocal. And like even with my daughter, like super serious about the role as, you know, being a like a bonus parent or a stepdad and just has always been very serious about it. And like they're very close and we can be very honest and he's like emotionally mature, which helps. But oh, yeah, I'm like I'm very satisfied and happy. And I feel like like to what you said earlier about relationships are easy. I used to always say that. But it's true. Yeah. It's like they're not easy because, of course, people are going to get on your yeah. nerves. And I think the longer you're with someone, it's like you have to push for it not to be monotonous, you know, to, yes. to grow and yes. to like still do freaky yes. shit and still, and like we're fun people. But I do think that the kind of issues you run into are not the issues you run into when you're dealing with just a toxic person yes. that you shouldn't be with. I think when it's someone you're supposed to be with, it's just, it's easy issues yeah. and 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 i want to say as someone Let's, who, what do you want to say babe? i want to say that, that i say. have something to say yeah, listen up <laughs> because i'm listening to her talk and like she's you know she said this to me when i was in a relationship and um for people that are listening that are in really difficult relationships hearing her tell me that was hard for me to hear because i was like oh I that's hear you you, so she, she, hard. it was it was like i was like well that's easy for you to fucking say like that's just not that's not my storyline here like and that's not real it's not always like that's not always going to yeah. be someone's storyline it's not like i don't get to narrate my story you know oh and, God, I, and i and i and i've also said that like my storyline maybe not look like your storyline maybe my storyline starts a little bit fucking hard and, and I then get so i love it you're just like me and orlando's relationship is easy you're like well bitch that's not my storyline well, story I, like, I was like i'm not saying it has to be your storyline yeah, but i'm saying it's not going to be this hard bitch no you know? like, no and but so there is a 
part of spirituality and our spiritual path where some of us choose fucking harder shit. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're like, I actually want the deeper, more intense learning and lesson in relationship. But I do believe like, I do believe it. Should no, be no, I believe her. I believe yeah. it. I be- now that I'm out of it and I'm like, see clearly, <laughs> totally. I, I can see that. But when you're in it, it's very hard to see that because you're yeah. committed to the journey. You're committed yes. to making it work. Yes. So you don't want to hear that shit. Yes. You're like, no, I get yes. But also like I'm in the midst of hardship right yeah. now and I'm committed to getting to the light so you telling me that is not helpful yeah. and so it hurts. and it hurts. Yeah, it hurts and like even going back to what we were talking about you before, feel alone even going back to what we were talking about before like a while ago like I think about and this is something me and me have talked we've I've talked candidly about on our show on other people's show is that like to be like when being when I was in my relationship and I was going through hardship which was like almost most of the time being around Jamila and Orlando was extremely triggering for me. Yeah. Like it was really hard for me to yeah. be around them. I was like, it was a mirror to everything that I wasn't yep. experiencing, but I was still committed to like making it work because I had glimpses of that. And I was like, I know that it's there. I know that I can feel that. And, and I felt immense guilt for that feeling too. Cause I was, cause I am so happy for my friend and I know that her and her partner are supposed to be together and like I champion their relationship. So it was really, I felt so much shame that I would feel like I wanted to remove myself from being around them because it was too hard for me, you know? And I think a lot of people can resonate with that idea and they're and and they feel ashamed by it. And it's something that you don't want to say out loud. And it was something I, I didn't even know how to tell her for a long time. You don't want to tell me, girl. I'm psychic. How, do you, how did you feel about that? I mean, I'm super. I'm a super fucking empath. So, and I and I am kind of psychic. And I this is my fucking wife. So I was I, gonna say, you know, I know her. I don't think you needed to be psychic for me <laughs> for no, you to no. know. I think it's just. I mean, I think Scorpios just, don't kind of wear everything on their on no, our fucking but, sleeve. But you didn't say like I don't want to be around you in Orlando. I mean, maybe have. But I think it's also like just like intuitively knowing if so, your friend is going through something that is pertaining to a relationship that she's fighting for and kind of everyone knows like this is going to be something she's going to have to like play out in her own terms of course it's extremely frustrating it's hard I love my friend and I see her struggling and I see that this is not what it needs to be and I think that's another thing too it's just like obviously we all have to learn our lessons on our own time but it was I I internalize it sometimes and I was very like get the fuck off me like chill out like too much you know what I mean because yes. we are together a lot all of us know. you know it's very and that's what it was too is that we are together so much yes. that it was like I know dude. I felt like suffocated I was like yeah. I mean and, and, pro- and honestly probably it was a little bit necessary so it to be like come because there was a time where we were all like ha- like we were always trying to live the same life at the same time like mirror so it could be mm-hmm. perfect but there was a time where it seemed like oh my god this might be it. we're both in relationships we're gonna be yes. so having so much fun and then it was like you're fucking up. Yep. <laughs> you got to go. And she was still holding on to it. And I, and I, of course I felt the shift in our, and the shift in, every, that's the thing. Like when you, when one person is not right, you feel that, you know, yeah. and it was hard for me to watch you go through that. But I also knew, I also know my friend and it was only a matter of time before yeah. she woke the fuck up. Which is huge. But I, I think that sometimes like, I, I honestly wish that I, I think there was a couple times where I was like, listen, you you know that this is not what you need right now. Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, maybe I should have been more like, bitch. No. <laughs> you are no. tripping. <laughs> hey, look God, God yeah. are you going to be God and I bitch slap me? Yeah. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> I was like, was I too soft on her? Like, I think. Like, uh, no, I am like such a fan. Like, I remember in my process, like. I had one friend that was like right away the first time I ever told her about anything. I didn't open up. She's like, well, what about divorce? I wasn't divorced in my mind yet. I was like, bitch, I haven't even told you about our problems. Like, 
it, it bothered me because it was like, you're trying to get me to a solution that feels good for you and that feels easy and I'm not there yet. And I think being friends is like being with them through the process of it all. Of Letting like, them come to their own. Yeah, like you own. have to trust that your friends are going to come to their own shit. Mm-hmm. Like I trust you, I'm here for you. Like I will ride for you and that means through the times where you're like yes and no and up and down and blah, blah, blah. Because you don't want to be with someone that every time you something happens you're like yeah bitch I know he sucks Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. I know no you have to be soft with your friends but then there's also like is there a time limit because I'm thinking about my mom right my mom told me that her friend from like fucking kindergarten my mom is literally in her 50s been married to my dad forever I'm literally most everyone in her life including myself knows they're not supposed to be together but they are codependent they love each other and maybe they are supposed to be the other fuck I don't know but she's like you know so and so my godmother stop talking to me I'm like what she's like because because your dad i was like girl because she's tired of listening to the same shit no. and so am i but i fuck you're my mom yes. so i can't like remo- i have to so like i just want like for you guys is there a time limit that you're willing to support a friend through That's something a good question or is there a hard no because i'm wondering about my godmom who gave my mom a hard no fucking- with a mom i'm not sure if a mom you could change no i can't give her a hard no but yeah. her friend stopped fucking with her her friend of like like, are you going to abandon your friend? Because it does hurt. I do remember my best friend from home growing up. Like, she was in a toxic relationship for over 15 years. And I remember one point, and I was, like, in bed crying so fucking hard. I was like, I don't think I can do this anymore. Like, I don't think I can watch you in this. And I just remember, I was like, I need to do something. I need to tell her that I'm, like, unavailable for this, actually. Like, and I, I was, like, unavailable for it for the next couple of years. Because I'm like, I cannot, like you care it'll take you down it's also about the trusting the trust you have in your friendships and i think this is important because i was talking to erica about this yesterday is like in all relationships after a certain amount of time right you're really used to them you know they're you know the shit that gets on your nerves you know how you know how they respond you know like you know everything about them so it's easy sometimes to get annoyed but i also think like at the core of it always reminding yourself this is my friend that loves me and I know she loves me, even if it's not coming off that way, because I think we forget that. And, you know, and like because we let moments be bigger than what's what you've grown. And even when she was in that relationship, I was like, oh, my God, what if this bitch, what if I've lost her for good? You know, and it scared me. And I think I started letting that fear kind of like that, the fear and possibility, like linger and it would make me have like like and I'm, I'm, she's gonna always be my friend or best friends but like it would make me be like short with her because I'm frustrated with her situation yeah. but the, on the on the flip side when I first started dating Orlando Erica was the one who told me like I think that's your husband and I had was having feelings of that but when she told Orlando me Orlando was just hard as fuck in that room <laughs> we've been just gassing this man up this is this, this is what this is this time. is his like love language he loves Obsessed. to be gassed up in Aquarius I don't know like what man doesn't i mean that's true i I have to to remember that in my regular life yes because i'm not like a gas repper so i have to be like gas up your gas your man up (laughs) but when she told me that i was like then i could believe it like i might have had those feelings here but when she said it because she's my friend and she loves me and she knows me i was like oh okay like i maybe those feelings were right and i feel like the same a bit, like because I know she loves me, the same ability I had to take that information, friends should be able to really listen when their friends are like, "I don't think this is for you," yeah. because I love you. And a, and a lot of times, especially as women, it's like she's jealous. 
or she doesn't understand or you know what I mean we, we have we are justifying our own fucked up actions towards ourselves because a lot of times our friends are loving us loving us more than we're ex- exemplifying loves to ourselves and so I just feel like applying that lens to everything what is the core of this relationship instead of letting these negative voices and things come up is super important you know what I'm saying? it's like this is like this relationship is not the fucking who this person is and the end all be all or how she's come how she's showing up in this relationship is not who she is and so like reminding putting that part first just yeah. like you know on when the positive information comes i was welcoming of it because i was already feeling that way and when i was saying shit to her she was already feeling that way but it was un- it was she was hard for her to un- to to really resonate with because she wasn't ready to let go yet yeah, I was resonating. I just, I was, I heard you. It was just, I, was I wasn't. It was pissing me off. It was, I was, it was just. <laughs> it was pissed. Shut the fuck up. I, yeah, I know. You know, it's, it's, it was also a long distance relationship, so it's easier to like. Makes so much sense. It's, it's you're just in limerence. Turn that, turn that. There's in fantasy world. It's fantasy world, Bitch. and it's like no one does fantasy and there's better a, than Scorpio. There's a longing. There's this. There's this, one of my girlfriends. I'm there's like, an yo. intense longing that's yes. always existing. Mm-hmm. And so it's always like, well, maybe if you lived here, it'd be different. So it's like this waiting, 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 waiting. And then it's like, no, bitch, it's just, just. I had to, I had to like do inner child work too, like not to get too healing, but um, (laughs) on that, because I always had that desire where I felt like, what is that part of me that's always like longing and wanting more and always like desiring yeah, that is always in that state with men that are avoided or whatever. And it was like, oh, because my parents would, like, neglectful. They weren't around. So you're like, longing for someone to care for exactly. you and pick you yep. up. Yep. I wanted someone and to carry care you for like me, a baby. Pick me up and pay attention to me and carry me like a baby. And that's where I got the teddy bear and then the demon mask. Wait, <laughs> so that was you. Yeah. You were the one with the teddy bear. Exactly. I was like, I just wanted to, like, see what you guys thought. <laughs> so it's cool. I'm yeah, okay. I'm like, okay. So it's cool. And then uh, I got Perfect. <laughs> you too. Me too. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I had to, like, look back at my childhood and be like, yeah, I used to long for someone to, you know, when I was little and I, like, didn't have anybody. What was your childhood like? My mom struggled a lot with mental health and she was suicidal a lot in my whole life and had her own things and my parents were um, not around a lot. So we were kind of hanging around with babysitters or whoever and, um, but it was, it was you know, outside fine um, and I'm grateful, obviously, I am who I am because of it, but it was mentally and emotionally really hard you know, to feel like mom's also a little bit of a nurse. So I've always attracted narcissists too, mm-hmm. like a narcissist favorite person. Yeah. And I, I love a narcissist. I'm sure you fucking the narcissist lovers. Them. I love narcissists. Should I get your shirt? Actually? I, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're like, Actually? I did need a new idea. You're like, well, to Canva. Well, I think I'm <laughs> right. <laughs> you know us very well. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I was Why do you love a nurse? Okay, well, I think I, I formerly loved narcissists. Is I think, it manipulators? I think I'm finally done. Um, I don't. Do you think my ex was a narcissist? I don't think he was a narcissist. I think so. You do? Absolutely. Hmm. I think everybody is a narcissist. <laughs> I think you and everybody on the internet. Yeah, uh, no, I, everyone I, but me is a narcissist. I saw a lot, a lot, a lot of that. I mean, because I, I mean, I'm not. I'm, I think there was negative things, but I don't. I, that's why I think that that term gets thrown around. I don't a lot. definitely. You know what it is? I don't think it was as blatant as. Your initial one. I don't think this is a blatant. I think his is heightened because he has public influence. Mm. I feel like his shows up differently because he's deeply insecure because he does not have public influence but wishes he did. So it comes off very differently because you have to be narcissistic in a different way. Yeah, I know exactly. Mm. You can't be like all loud and proud because I could easily be like, nigga, you're not that nigga and I can see right now why you're not. Mm. So you have to kind of be a little bit like, yes. oh, I like." 
It's yes. a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's like when they get to know you, they it, become, yes, yes. I know it's, exactly. it's a pulling that like yes. they do it quietly. It's not so here. I think yes. that so when you asked me why I love narcissists, it's the same idea of why I love, I loved alpha men. It's the, yeah. it's that, it's that grandiose confidence totally. is, is that's masked in deep, deep trauma and insecurity <laughs> that is hilarious. deep 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 you're like deeply unwell men deeply unwell <laughs> i was gonna say when you were like he changed the energy of the room i'm scared yeah Bitch, I'm like, oh and, and and that's the thing too is that i did like that too i love a man that people fear i've loved a man that people fear a little bit because again the safety thing it's the safety thing so for because me. he's gonna kill everyone for me kind of thing like it's not even kill he'll he would okay he could Which he would hot. but he also just might kill <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> just for fun. Just for fun. So you like a murderer? To protect yeah. himself. <laughs> you like a potential like, murderer? She likes narcissists. Not, not, not like yes. pre-planned. Not fa- no. Only because maybe they're coming Criminals. from him. Yes. Maybe they're coming for him. He's doing it to protect. His, it's defense. He's protecting. That's bitch, though. We need alpha. He's, That's too bitch for you. Nah. Defense kill is boring. This is done. We this need is darker. the ex Erica. Okay. okay. This is not me anymore, okay. Krista. This okay. is. I'm talking about my former self. Okay. We're healed. And I'm not healed. She's a healed hoe. <laughs> I, I do. I, I do. Feel like, and this might happen. That's new. Merch. I don't. Heel ho. I don't wish the heel. We have a, we have shirt. a shirt that says, says heel, heel, heel first, toe later. Done. There we go. Canva. Um, <laughs> I was going to run that back. Wait, what were we going to say? Fuck my my memory. Narcissist trauma. She was. What about him? Oh, I was going to say. I feel like there comes a time in every witch's life, mm. and I don't wish this on you, Krista. However. Scared. <laughs> I'm scared too. I'm I do. Scared. No, no. I, I feel like there's a time, like as you go through these. Um, Teach me your ways. These vortexes of like your healing as you as you come clearer with your healing and your and your magic and like your mystical power personally and you become super intuitive and, and you're doing all this work, there's going to be a man that tests you. For sure. That's and it's gonna test you high and it's gonna test you hard because it's like, bitch, you've done all this work. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Are you gonna do it? Mm-hmm. Are you going to choose yourself? Or are you going to go this this unhealed route? Mm-hmm. And I think it's a grandiose mm-hmm. thing in the middle of the healing, so you can so it can be like, "Got you, bitch." That's exactly what happened. Yeah, that's actually and huge. And, and God gives you tests, and it's and, like uh, that's what's going to happen yeah. for you in this process. So I was you, hoping I was trying will. to fuck y'all. It will if it hasn't already happened. Not. It's going to happen. I think my last thing was a test. The the guy who's dying could <laughs> have been a test. test. Christa, bitch. <laughs> no, test. your friends weren't going to let you do that. No, they were going to bitch slap you. I was like, I, I know you what's now. Your and if you were doing name? that, I'd like, you bitch slap you. But the thing is, like, <laughs> you, witches have to be tested by their mystic supreme power. I do think that there's God. a a dark. Um, the dark masculine. Like, there's a type of masculine that's, like, super, I don't know, can just, like, pull a really powerful woman down mm-hmm. that you have to pass but, the test of. But, mm-hmm. that's, but then I feel like dark feminine is, like, what we are. Like, that's a power. It's, like, I don't know. What yeah, is dark? Like Lilith. Lilith, dark but Lilith is not, like, evil. I think the dark, no. the dark masculine you speak of is Lilith evil. Is, is, Lilith is biblically evil, like, you know, because she was, like, cast out. But the Bible then, makes everybody evil. Yeah. Yeah, but evil compared to whatever, and she, like, 
what was it? She could like consume a bunch of demons every single year or something. She was whatever. But it was a dark masculine, not in the way of like a cool, sexy one, but like one that's like there to like be for themselves and tempt serve themselves. I think rather than serve the feminine, because there's a dark masculine that can be like in service to the feminine of her healing. But I think there's like a really fucking demonic. Mm-hmm. type you know and it comes for us specifically yes. for women like us there's there mm-hmm. are there are human men <laughs> that are here to come to test women in places of power like us because we human i don't know if they're human either i made that up <laughs> yeah. entities that are here to test women like us because we have great we have great duties our purpose is so high that we have to be tested to make sure, bitch, you're on your yeah, shit. Yeah, to yes. check your work. Yes. Because you can't be out here healing the, the, the women and on some bullshit. Yeah. And I think it comes when you're, like, consci- cogn- like, conscious enough to be like, I know I'm fucking up. And also, like, I, con- like when you're fucking up, when you're fucking up consciously. Yes. And then you say, okay, and now we will part ways because a bitch is done here. Yes. And then I think right after that relationship, you get your Orlando. I know. Mm-hmm. Orlando. I don't even know if I want my Orlando Amen. yet. I want to like. Because you're not ready. I wasn't ready. When I met Orlando, it took me. I was like, that's not my guy. He's cool. No way. Yeah. We, we dated like long distance for like Why a year. Why does everyone always say that? They're always like, when I met him, I was like, he's not my guy. I'm like. I, I knew I, <laughs> I knew I loved him. Because we're, we're so married to the love story, Big, what Krista. Because we want. Yeah, we very want the specific. You, you want to save him and so go by his bedside Dude, as he's dying. It doesn't match our love story. This is health. not the fucking poem I wrote in <laughs> I my fucking yes. journal in second grade. I'm like, he's not like a NFL superstar. It's not it. Yeah, like, uh, where is my Tom I Brady? Cured, I cured this <laughs> disease. <laughs> Me, Chris. Yeah, alone. honestly, like, <laughs> he just hasn't met a healer, healer yet. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's... It's so true. And I think I think I was having this conversation with with my friend and we're talking about romanticism and how like the Western world has like created this whole narrative around what romance is and what a love story looks like. And then I was thinking, well, is it the Western world? Because I still feel like I think some of like the biggest scholars and like philosophers weren't from the Western world. So is it so is it over there? And then they brought it over here. Like whose fucking fault is this? Yeah, because what was I I was writing in our book about soulmates and I don't even know if it was like Plato, Aristotle, but they basically talked about how we're halves of a soul and we have to find our soulmate. Mm-hmm. I thought that was the soul type. And that's like, where we... Twin flame? Is that what that is? The other That's half? a twin... Yeah, that's the idea of a twin flame. But they said... It, they had it as soulmate and that is like what a twin flame is. But it's funny because like our souls are complete. So for us to think that like we're, we're... half. We're half is insane. So who wrote that? Like... One of those? So like they a fucked... A man? So they're... Yeah, it was like back So they in the fucked day. us up. They yeah. fucked us up. Also, you know what I was thinking about is Disney movies. Oh, well, that... Oh, I was thinking about fucking Little Mermaid. Oh, Little Mermaid... She, she left her whole fucking family. Whole, and she had to give up her voice. She had to oh, sell like, her voice, and she was mute to for, meet her man and to get, get legs. legs. You guys, we have to sell our voices to meet our Prince Charming and get legs. But you know, mermaids are like historic. And then we're going to leave our and family And he loved still. her and she Wait, didn't have a voice. Then we're going to get our voice he back. Her. So she and we're talk. still going to leave yeah, our family. Honestly, we're going to get our voice back and he's going to be like, I don't know if I signed up for this. My girl was mute. <laughs> that's why they want us mute because like Little Mermaid was yes. mute and she left her whole family and you're talking, bitch. You have family. Like, what the fuck is that? Dude. <laughs> I, but the kids are, you guys have kids. Like, they're watching this. Those 24-7. I talk about, like, this is how I talk to my daughter. Like, girl, this is stupid. She's stupid. Mel Mermaid can't even talk. And she got legs. She's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, no, those Disney movies are very dangerous. They are. I think as parents, we're, I think we're 
very aware of the yeah. of the detriment that it's played in in our lives because I think it's only been a conversation in, recently in the last maybe 10 15 yeah, years so really reflecting on Disney and the malice that it's yep. and like the chaos that it's caused in the minds of yes. children specifically girls yes you know and me too like i love much romance i love i love save romance. me from the castle yeah i want to be saved that's what i had to realize and get honest with myself too i was like oh there's a part of me that wants to be saved by a man but mm. what do you think you're being saved too because like what, what would you be getting saved would be like it's funny because i do well and i feel you know like money is not it's like I, but i still feel like there's never enough and I'm like, if I get saved by a man, then I can that's literally, that's he it. can invest in my businesses. <laughs> I'm looking for a bank loan. We can, <laughs> we can, go half. We can do half on half. They yes. don't have to pay back. If, I, if you paid half and I paid half, we'd be rich. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, I, I feel like it's like, I feel like a man is my only pathway to like a home or like, a like, what is that? I know that it, it programming. Yeah, it is. Pro- yeah. <laughs> You're like, it is. And I like, think that is so many women's idea, yes. including my own. And like that has been too. like I just moved. So I just moved into a new house yeah. and I've lived in my house for nine years. And I most of the time thought the only way I'm going to be able to move out of this house is if I move with a, like I get a boyfriend yes. and that we move. And then finally, I'll be able to have the upgrade that I want and that I deserve. Like that was literally my mindset for like, over and over and over again. And even when I finally signed my lease into this house that is my own, that is ex- what I've been wanting and it's and I'm paying for it. Like there was still this fear of like. How am I going to maintain this? I'm going to like, they're like, did I make, did I make a mistake? Like I should have done this with someone else. Like he was supposed to do this with me. Like I kind of did this for us, you know, like in my own psycho thought, like that was my whole thought process. And I'm still like working through that. And, but every morning that I wake up there, I'm like, I'm like, I did this. Even today I was walking through my house and I was like, I did this. I'm doing this Mm -hmm. and I'm going to pay my rent next month and I'm going to fucking pay it Mm -hmm. and it's going to get done, you know? And it's been, I think it's, it is society. It's our mothers because our mothers telling us that like, when are you going to get a husband? Why the fuck do I need a husband besides what? To take care of me? Are you going to take care of my daughter? That's always the narrative too of like around, even in in all movies, like the parents meet the guy and they're like, are you going to take care of my daughter? You know, how are you? And we all know what they mean. You know, they mean like, don't hurt her and like take care of her financially. So there is this like deep, deep seated, like, feeling that we get from as women like we're hit in all different directions whether it's media whether it's our parents whether it's what we're reading what we're seeing in our other friends relationships like you kind of can't escape I know. escape the feeling and i feel like women like the modern woman is in you guys even more like as moms like are doing so much and Girl. it's like we just and we and you guys even more again as mothers like i'm not a mother so i don't even know like we just want a fucking break like it's like I'm responsible for my business, for my team, for like all of my finances, for all my friendships, for like my family, for like my social life. It's like all of these things that we do. And then if you add motherhood onto it, it's another thing. And then your relationships, like we're holding so much and it's like, you just want a fucking second Mm -hmm. to be like, okay, can I like relax somehow? And that's, I think the feeling that I want where on a day-to-day basis, I feel really good about my life and everything that's going on. But there is a part of me that's like, I want to relax into like the support of a man mm. financially. <laughs> <laughs> I want to relax into the support of $50 million. <laughs> I want to relax into what does it feel like to wake up knowing there's 50 million, million at my disposal? 
Maybe, maybe like, that should be. I'm like, like, are they on Hinge or Feel? Like, where are these maybe Raya. Yeah, maybe <laughs> Raya. Uh, but maybe that's the meditation that, like, that's the affirmation we need every morning. Because yeah. I just, that's what it is. I just realized it's right now. It's like I would like to wake up knowing there's 50 million dollars in my account. What the fuck does that feel like? Because it has nothing to do with a guy. And I think we think we associate security with a man, but no, it's literally a number and it's 50 million. Knowing it's there and that it's coming with ease. Because like even my relationship, I realized like when he came and he's like finally moved here i was like what the fuck no one's supposed to do this alone this is crazy oh like how was i doing this alone now i'd be like i he could never live away from me it could never happen i don't know how the fuck he lived away from me i don't know how i was maintaining my cheesing dude but it's we true it's like on a personal just a regular household level like even there's women who are f- monetarily supported but not really supported and that shit feels miserable too you know what I mean it's like it's like now it's like everything's on you and it's not financial how does that shit feel wait how do you guys are your friends most of my friends are the breadwinners yeah I mean most of my friends are not not married are they you're like like half and half yeah half and half most of my friends are not are we like are we like the single single circle? Well, most of my friends are the breadwinners. Wow, isn't that crazy? I would say like even the ones that are single ooh, that are dating. I'm saying because I know. Let me shut up. I know. Um, I know. <laughs> but yeah, I would say. But that's what. But that's a fact though that women are actually like becoming the becoming the breadwinners in most households statistically. Like that is what's occurring. Which is great, but also scary because that lets me know that women are working so hard. So hard. Are most of your friends married? Hmm. I'd say like most, yeah. Now at this point. But I have a good amount that are single. I'm 35. I have a good amount that are single though, um, which is really nice. And it's so fun like how you re, you like, how your relationships recalibrate. Mm -hmm. Because like my girls that are married, like I'm always down. Like I don't. I don't have a feeling of like wanting anything that they have, but then that your single girlfriends, you just are on another level because you're both in a different phase of your life, which mm-hmm. is so fun. Mm-hmm. But in the book, Enter Her Vortex too, he talks about, he's like, men want to be 50-50 with women, but they want 100% of the woman. And he's like, they want her to cook, clean, like fuck, like do everything. He's like, so you can't like expect her to be 100 and you be 50-50. Mm. Right. You know, <laughs> especially with pay. But I don't know, I don't know what's right or wrong. Like I, I desire to be, have the option but it feels like hard. I've done 50-50 and I don't prefer it. I would rather mean, not. I would rather I mean, it's financially. Like, I've done the 50-50 thing. I've also, within that relationship, switched to less than 50-50 where he was taking care of, of me more, which was really- like, re- this is the eighth time I've cheated. I guess I'll be 64. Well, no, now you're pregnant. <laughs> oh, you're pregnant. I, okay. Well, you finally got, I finally did it. So now- you. Okay, yes. He got me pregnant. Okay, yes. And then he was like, you can quit your job. Sweet. Um, which I was serving tables. So <laughs> <laughs> you, you promise, Papa? <laughs> yeah, like, can I really? Uh, she's like, like nine I can months. Leave the walls the house now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's was, like, I've been on my feet all day. Well, I was serving tables, and I was uh, like, you know, trying to do my That's acting. My girl. I was trying to do my acting thing, but I was doing my acting thing. But you know how that goes. So that was really uncomfortable for me, though. Like I was like, what? Like that's the thing you have to be able to metabolize. And, and, and I felt guilty about it all the time. Like I felt guilty about it. I didn't feel. I felt bad. I felt bad that I wasn't contributing, but I also felt bad about myself mm-hmm. because I am such a pro- producer in my life. Yes. Like I like to have control over my yes. my life, and I've also 
I guess I've in my in in my childhood I remember certain moments specifically where I knew like wow I've I've given someone something or I've I've allowed someone to help me with something and then they've like used it against me in some way and I never wanted to feel that way again and it's been with money it's been with certain different things but I but that money one that money wound in general like that one was deep so Gosh. when it came with a man I was like oh absolutely not like I got it don't worry wow. um but now I feel like I'm definitely not opposed. I've done. Yeah. I've really worked on that. I'm good. I'm available. I'm available I'm to available be paid for. You can pay for things. For I'm you to pay for things. fully available. You guys, for you when I was in things. when I was in high school, like throughout, like much most of adult, like my young adulthood, I was really relying on the fact that I was just going to marry rich but, yes. and like get dressed up and like have dinner ready and like the house would be clean and like maybe I'd have a hobby that made some money on the outside but like I was <laughs> you're like I'm gonna have a dope Etsy shop I was <laughs> super I'm gonna make drinks literally super attached <laughs> to that I was gonna be like a trophy wife that was like my goal and it just didn't happen and then I was like well maybe I'll just be a sugar baby and then that didn't happen and I was like am I ugly and then <laughs> Now we're here, but I God Holy said shit. no. I'm so God. sorry for everyone who got on the microphone. That was my real laugh. God said no. <laughs> like for a real. fucking muppet. Oh. God said no. Oh. <laughs> I said, "Am I a bitch?" No. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh but see that I could never be a sugar baby because I can't be around people I don't like. Yeah, well, that was the thing. I thought God was going to bless me. You're going to know my face. Oh, same. I I'm thought like, I was going to be crusty and crunchy. Shut a up. Fine, sugar daddy, like the ones in the movies. Yeah, like a like it just Alba. We want. Oh my, yeah, that's yum. Yum, yum. Yum, yum, yum. But yeah, that never happened. Anyway, I could sit here and talk to you for hours and hours <laughs> and hours. Guys. Um, so on our show, we always ask our guests to share an affirmation. Is there any affirmation that you feel called to share with our tribe? I'm entitled to miracles. I'm entitled to miracles. Hey. And $50 million in my and bank 50, account. That's a miracle, baby. Yeah. I'm entitled to motherfucking I'm miracles. I'm entitled to motherfucking miracles. As a child of God, baby. As a child yes. of God. Yes. I love Miracles that. are natural. God's children I'm all about, this is my year of miracles. I'm mm. like, God, show me how good it can get. Amen. Just fucking surprise me. Show me how good it can get, God. I'm available for miracles. You gotta do mm. my reading. Yes. Are you ready? Yeah. It's tarot time. Guys, I did I pulled Page of Wands. You got it? Or yeah, I got it. The Page of Wands. This was my date last night. He was Page of Wands. Mm. Inspiration, ideas, discovery, limitless potential, free spirit. Single. <laughs> I feel like that. ghosting you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, with the Page of Wands, you are inclined to give anything and everything a go. You embrace the opportunity to start out on a new journey or a project and see where it takes you. You do not necessarily have a solid plan in place, nor do you really know where you are headed. But you are excited about the possibilities. You have the gift. You have a gift for dreaming up new creative ideas, unfettered by the burdens of everyday life. Nothing will get in the way of your dreams. And while the appearance of the Page of Wands indicates that you're experiencing cre creative relentlessness, notice that the page is standing still and his staff is firmly planted on the ground. He is not going anywhere just yet. You still need to take your creative spark and ground it down into reality so that it is ready to be implemented into the physical realm. You may need to map out your strategy or you may need to test your ideas or create a few experiments before committing. You have some, some things you're trying to plant? Mm -hmm. <coughs> Doing my thing. This actually makes a lot of sense. Mm. It could be helpful to run your thoughts through a filter so you only act on those most aligned with your broader goals. Mm -hmm. 
Big money, big money, baby. Yeah, big money, baby. <sighs> that was a good one. I love y'all. This was so much fun. I just I, like respect you and admire you so much. Thank you. I love to get into know you more at Debbie's, obviously. Like, you looked so hot that night. And I was like, this is my girl. Oh, and being okay. with you today has been so much fun. Yeah, this like, is it's fun. the best. I'm Wait, so, so I have a confession. Okay. I knew, I, I was going to say it. I think, is it the same one? Probably. Yeah. Um, so when we first started our podcast, we, like, you were, like, your brand was one of the brands that we were like, oh my God, who are these women? They're doing uh, it right. Yes. Look at all these templates. Oh my God, yeah, bitch. <laughs> we oh, downloaded we one. Virgos as fuck. Uh, we downloaded down, the podcast one. Our, fr- our first, our first our press kit, kit was... Beautiful because we stole your media cap. Stop. We bought it. We didn't steal it. Yeah. There you go, bitch. But it, it, <laughs> 30 bucks. It got us it got us far. Stop. Yeah, it really did. Whatever you need. So I mean, thank you. Yeah, thank you y'all. for yeah, for being an inspiration to yes. us and for existing and doing what you do. And I hope that twenty twenty four, I know that twenty twenty four is going to bring you a lot of juicy, beautiful mm-hmm. experiences. I and, can't wait. So same to y'all. Krista, thank you so much for coming on the show. Can you tell our people where to find you? Yep. Almost 30 Podcast is my podcast that I do with my best friend. It's spirituality and wellness. And then you can find me on Instagram. It's it's Krista. It's I-T-S-K-R-I-S-T-A. And then it's Krista.com. I work one-on-one with people. I speak and I do retreats as well. I love that. And we'll list everything in this episode description. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Make sure you come to the Good Vibe Retreat. We're doing our first Mother's Day retreat in Atlanta, May 10th through the 12th. It's a creative retreat mixed with wellness. So we're going to get witchy. We're going to get creative. We're going to finish our project because, bitch, it's time. And then we're also going to go on tour and we're going to be in a city near you, Philly, New York, D.C., Charlotte, Atlanta, Atlanta, Houston, and Houston. And make sure you check us out in your cities. We love you. And you can catch us on Instagram at goodmoms underscore bad choices. She needs to wrap it up. Do it. We're done. <laughs> Hit She's it. done. <laughs> Our girl's done. <laughs> Me. <laughs> and you can find us on Instagram at goodmoms underscore bad choices. Bye. Bye. Bye.